Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're... The Polter Gals. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Debbie. And we're the, the Polter Gals. Welcome back to a, another episode of Holy Days or Horror Days. Oh. That's right. We're doing another um, holiday-centric episode. Ooh. Um, so this episode obviously is coming out on St. Patty's Day. I'm excited. Yeah. So if you guys... Um, Want to stay tuned to find out more about the history of St. Patrick's Day and more about the spooky tales of the deep, dark leprechauns of the Irish folklore. Um, Allison's going to get into the history, and then I will get into kind of the background and more of the hauntings, as you already know. Um, I am slowly losing my voice, so please don't hate me. <coughs> I'm starting to die on the inside a little bit. Also, I'm really tired. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, leprechauns and uh, and everything, and everything, all the things. So, Saint Patrick, mm-hmm. that's where we're that's gonna start man. off. Yes, mm-hmm. With was Saint Patrick. an actual man. Oh wow, so not a leprechaun. No, wow, unfortunately, or I know. and uh, you know, he gotta enjoy life. But whatever. So, he was originally born in Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, to an Irish family mm-hmm. in the fourth century A.D. during the time of uncertainty for the Roman Empire. Great. Uh, Roman legions uh, once protected civilized Britain from barbaric invaders, but they were eventually called away to defend themselves in other regions of the empire. Mm. Uh, so this left where his family vulnerable. So Patrick, when he turned 16, he and his family spent time at their holiday villa by the sea located outside of town Bonavinta. Sure. And this is when Irish pirates actually attacked just before dawn. And some say the villa was attacked during the day while Patrick played on the beach. Uh, Patrick's family actually escaped, but Patrick and many of the family's workers did not. So they were then en route to Ireland where Patrick was sold as a slave to the Druid tribal chief chain. Mm. Chieftain. I don't know how to pronounce Chieftain. it. Chieftain, yeah. Boss in charge. So he was given the task of herdsmen and there was raised as a Christian with, um, since his father was a civil migrant and tax collector. Magistrate. Magistrate. Oh. That's fancy. Yeah. Uh, at this time, Patrick had never decided to become a Christian until he was kidnapped and made a slave. Mm. Um, 
but he did devote his life to God, and it didn't go unnoticed. He then earned the nickname of Holy Boy among many fellow slaves. Yo, Holy Boy, yeah. get over here. I want to stop digging these holes, Grandpa. <laughs> That's all I can That's too damn bad. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> holy Boy. So, being a Holy Boy, he, of course, like a lot of spiritual uh, messages are sent. Were sent. He had a dream. Mm-hmm. He had a dream. Quote, unquote. Like he MLK. Had, <laughs> he was channeling his inner, inner, <laughs> inner MLK. Inner MLK. <laughs> he had a dream. Uh-huh. And this voice in his dream was telling him that he would then be returning to his own country. Ooh. So then in another dream, he had received a response to the first dream. Being mm. told, come and see where your ship is waiting for you. Spooky. And this was about the age of 22. He escaped and traveled 200 miles to the coast of Ireland, which his journey across the island and everything, it actually took about 28 days Wow! on the ship with other men. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he asked to board it, the seamen actually scouted at him, but it was later other um, people on the ship actually requested for him to be Aww. on there. They're like, come back, holy boy. Yeah. So... From there, two years after he had finally left, he made it back to Britain into the arms of his mother and father, who pleaded with him to never leave them again. He began to settle back in his life in Britain and studied to become a priest and a bishop. Mm-hmm. Uh, another night, he had another dream. Dang, this man be having dreams. Yeah, he be having lots of dreams. Man, if only he'd be uh, preaching. So dumb. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna stop. Uh, he had a dream of a man who seemed to come from Ireland and was carrying a letter with the words, "The voice of the Irish." Ooh. He began to read the words, and he seemed to hear the voice of the same men he worked with, as if they were shouting, "Holy broth of a boy, we beg you, come back!" And once again, more among us. Uh, church leaders, along with Patrick's parents, actually opposed his plans to go back because yeah, of the Druids. Uh, they felt like they were not save, worth saving, as many Druids were known to weave criminals and runaway slaves into a giant wicker baskets <laughs> and suspend them over fire. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So they would, like, put them in a basket and, like, weave it closed and then burn them? Yeah. Pretty much. So I, I was not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it really puts it in perspective when you say you have a degree in basket weaving now. Yeah. <laughs> Let no. me just sew this one right up. No, Allison. <laughs> oh, no. Dang it. Well, dang. That's, that's scary. Spooky. Um, But this didn't stop him from going. He felt the need to share the gospel as many... Well, mm-hmm. people that go down this path do. Who knew? That's what they That's do. That's their whole That's thing. A pastor <laughs> and a preacher and a whatever you want to call it. That's their whole vibe. Yeah. So he wanted to do this for other criminals and slaves that or whatever he, the people that he came across. Yeah. He, in fact, went back to his old owner. Oh. Which was Moloch the Druid. Mm. But instead of turning his back on his pagan gods, Moloch locked himself in his house and set it on fire while Patrick was watching. And Patrick pleaded 
to him to please turn to Jesus. I literally got full chills. Yeah. I cannot imagine. Yeah. And it said that Moloch refused refused to hear Patrick's pleads and uh, the gospel. But this was just the beginning of Patrick's challenges with the Druids as he spread the good news across Ireland. He journeyed throughout Ireland, sharing Christ until his death on March 17th, around (laughs) the year of 461 A.D. Later, Irish mythology creatures known as leprechauns would creep into the holiday celebrations, as well as the symbol of the shamrock, which is believed to have been used by Patrick to illustrate the Trinity as he preached and taught. Some legends even circulated stating Patrick drove all the snakes out of Ireland mm-hmm. since there are no sta- snakes in Ireland and snakes, as we a lot of us know, is taught to mm-hmm. be the sign of the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he did that and that was a general outline. There mm-hmm. was I, something I came across in one of the books of Myths and Folklore of Ireland. I don't even know which book it came from. Because <laughs> I have so many. Irish folk tales. Here we go. So, he was... Li- it said This says that he lived in the lower county of Mayo. Mm-hmm. Um, and that this guy that he used to know was just like this horrible man. And I think it's talking about this... Same guy, but yeah. they refer to a different one, like as a different name. But yeah, it was just like he did all this, and that's why we celebrate St. Patrick's Day on the 17th because that's the day he died. It's the day he died. Yep. So the March 17th celebration started back in 1631 when the church established a feast day honoring him after his death. Um, as he had been the patron saint of Ireland, who died around the 5th century now. Um, but yeah, and so that was basically like 12 centuries ago, before even like the modern version of the holiday was even observed. So he died way, way, way before they even decided to ever make it a holiday. Um, and now people just drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, well, now you guys know the history. It's time for a commercial break. Break! And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. (laughs) Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the The Poultry Poultry Gals. Gals. Welcome back. Um, Today, we have a very special, special announcement. So we have partnered with Paranormality Magazine. That's Paranormality. Um, Check them out. So Paranormality Magazine is a community-based project born out of love for the strange, unexplained, and paranormal, as well as the fascination with the people and creators that make the community what it is. Exploring all that makes our community what it is, including 14 subjects, from phantoms to you. UFOs and every cryptid creature in between. Their global collective teams collect stories, conducts interviews, and reports on the cutting edge paranormal projects that are driving our community forward. So if you guys like any of those things or like us, you definitely want to check out all those things, which are all the things we talk about. So head over to Paranormality Magazine and get the brand new issue every month. You can get a subscription and use our 
coupon code. That's right. We do have a coupon code. It's Polter Gals. I mean, Polter Pals. That's P-O-L-T-E-R-P-A-L-S. Type in our code, all lowercase, and guess what? You get a special offer. That's 10% off today. 10% off today. And if you use our affiliate link, we find out. So guess what? That means you're helping support us along the way. And now, back to the show. Spooky. (laughs) And we're back. Now that you guys know the history, it's time to get into the hauntings. Well, today we're not actually really talking about hauntings. We're just talking about, like, holidays. So maybe I should say now it's time to get into... The holiday. Holiday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's no secret that beer and spirits are usually associated with St. Patrick's Day for some. And the holiday is merely an excuse to drink emerald covered emerald co- colored beverages. Um, but for others, it does hold a special significance. If you've ever wondered about the origins of the holiday and the lively St. Patrick's Day transition traditions um we're gonna talk about that here today um i'll also be talking more about um the elven being of the leprechaun itself as we previously mentioned um so first we're gonna talk about the tradition of drinking so obviously that's like what is most known for um saint patty's day Day. um so the tradition of drinking actually started to honor saint patrick on the anniversary of his death which we said is march 17th um, the Christian people then had a great feast of which Lenten food and alcohol restrictions were temporarily temporarily removed. I cannot talk to you guys. Now who's struggling with I the I don't words. feel good. And also my throat hurts, so I can barely talk. <clears throat> but yeah, so basically, of course, you know, we just had Ash Wednesday. We just had all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with Lent, they basically were like, ah, it's okay. We're just going to put those restrictions off for a day and let's celebrate this great feast. So that's kind of why drinking became synonymous with the holiday itself. Um, Today, of course, the tradition remains as some Catholic people choose to set aside Lent restrictions just for St. Patrick's Day itself. Um, As the years passed, St. Patrick's Day became less about the man and more about general Irish traditions, culture, and history. In the 1840s, the tradition reached America, where thousands upon thousands of Irish people had been immigrated to America to escape the potato famine. You know, honestly, I could just live off of potatoes my entire life. Um, and again, they held basically a giant St. Patrick's Day parade, um, in 1840 as a celebration just because they had such a big community there. So it's just a way that they could, you know, put their own, um, traditions in here in America. Um, since then, the American people have embraced the holiday, continuing to add their own takes of the ever evolving traditions. Um, isn't it like Boston where they like dump a bunch of green dye into one of the, the like bays or something and like turn all the water green? I think so. Yeah. Um, so now the question is, why do participants wear green? So if you've attended pretty much any St. Patrick's Day celebration, obviously you can expect the majority of people to be decked out in green. Yeah. Um, also, something that the green is simply a reference to Ireland's famous rolling green hills. The color actually stems from another iconic St. Patrick's Day symbol, the shamrock, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, according to legend, St. Patrick used the three-leaf clovers as a teaching tool to illustrate Christianity and the Holy Trinity and the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, and so they would wear shamrocks on their clothing during St. Patrick's. Um, and eventually just started wearing all green as well. So St. Patrick's Day is an opportunity to spend time, um, you know, with people you love and doing all the fun things. Um, 
And so that's kind of just more about why you drink um, and then why you got to wear red. Um, and then as we know, the tradition slowly evolved from just having to wear green to you get pinched if you don't wear yeah. green. Um, so, you know. <laughs> Disgusting. Hey, that's okay. Um, but yeah, and then of course, one of the most synonymous things is the leprechaun. So one of my books right here, we have the mythical creatures of the Bible um, by Brenda Rosen. Um, and so we are going to be talking about the classification of elves known as leprechauns. So leprechauns are one of the little people in Irish folklore. So again, they kind of fall in the elf category. They can also be considered dwarves, yeah. um, often considered fae. Um, and again, also kind of pull on those druid traditions as well from, of course, Ireland. Um, so leprechauns are tricky dwarf-like creatures who take on the form of a little old man dressed in green with silver buckles on their shoes and a high-crowned hat. By trade, leprechauns are cobblers and are sometimes depicted wearing a leather apron and tapping away with a hammer on a single shoe. Reputed by their very wealthy, by them being very wealthy, leprechaun, leprechauns have buried crocks of gold and treasure. I just imagine like a croc, like a shoe, like a croc of gold. <laughs> I think it's a... It just means a pot. A pot. A pot of pot. gold. Pot um, of gold. <laughs> but in my head, that's what I was imagining as I was reading that. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, they've buried uh, crocks of gold and treasure. Um, though a leprechaun cannot escape if someone keeps an eye fixed on him, if the person looks away for even a second, the leprechaun will vanish away laughing. A typical tale tells of a man who forces a leprechaun to reveal the bush under which a pot of gold is buried. The man then marks the bush with a red garter and goes off to fetch a spade to dig up the treasure. When he returns, he finds that every bush in the field is decorated with the identical red garter as to throw him off. Oh, no. Exactly. So, again, those are just some story of Leprechaun. There's also a horror movie um, about Leprechauns. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it or not, but uh, it's one of those, like, terrible sci-fi movies. Have you seen it? Yes. It's so bad. I'm one of those people that growing up... And I blame my stepdad for this very <laughs> much so. He got me into sci-fi stuff, and uh-huh. so I watch every single one it. of them. So it's like four college kids. They go to Ireland. They're on vacation, so like in a pub, drinking some beer. And then this guy's like, hey, hey there, kids. You want to come stay in my stay in my back house? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, stranger man. Let's go sleep in your weird little house in the back. So, so dumb. these four people just follow this man blindly after they're in a pub. I'm like, hello, can you, like, <laughs> not? So um, dumb. But, yeah, so they basically follow this man. And then, like, he's like, oh, you got anything gold on you? And it's like, uh, hello, is he just going to rob them and murder them? Pretty much, yes. But pretty much, yes. Um, So, basically, you find out that he takes them to this house, and he's basically offering them up to the leprechauns. That's disgusting. Yeah. And he's like, it's a part of our tradition. It's a part of our culture. And I'm um, like, okay. And then, like, the son's like, Dad, we don't have to do it like this anymore. And he's like, no, we have to do it. And so, basically, it's, like, these four people in a house. Also, it's, like, literally the standard horror story trope. So, it's, like, the couple that are, like, mm, snagging in the bed, you know. They're the ones that first get got. I mean, always. <laughs> yeah, always. Always. Always the, always the horror movie trope. Um, but, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then like, the leprechauns just, like, break in the house. He puts, like, a gold, like, watch or something on, like, a... On, I think he puts it, like, on the door or something. And then that's, like, what draws them in. And then they come and murder those... They try to murder the four people. But I think they escape, so... 
escape. They escape. But anyway, um, so of course those are the holidays. Um for St. Patrick's Day. A little bit short of an episode. Yeah, but, but again, we're just talking about holidays and we wanted to yeah. share this with you, especially since it landed on St. Patrick's Saint Day. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Um, oh, and then I Googled it. So according to folklore, you get pinched on St. Patrick's Day for not wearing green because green actually makes you invisible to the leprechauns. So if you if you didn't know, which I don't know where that lore comes from, but apparently, and apparently leprechauns like to pinch people. So it was saying that, <laughs> um, I don't know, leprechauns like to pinch people because the, just because they can. So that's that's just a leprechaun fact. Oh, it's a leprechaun fact. Leprechaun fact. Um, so yeah, so that, that's why you gotta wear green. Because you're that's invisible. You well, and then also someone else said that it's um, to symbolize Irish republicanism, which I'm like, um, okay, I guess so. Because in like the 19th century, Irish immigrants came to America and they celebrated it. And since they were all wearing it, it like kind of just like showed like patriotism. It just kind of took off. And so they're like, mm, you know. It's a thing. Yeah. Um, and then anyway, That's yeah, the more okay. you know. Okay. And also you're supposed to drink whiskey. That's also another thing. Where does that one come from? I don't know. Listen, um, there are several superstitions that people follow on St. Patrick's Day. Some of the traditions, of course, are wearing green. Um, and you have to wear it until midnight. So you can't take off the green until midnight or you will still get pinched by the leprechaun. Um, also, Irish soda bread. Have you ever had the Irish what soda it- bread? <laughs> Well, you can have some Irish soda bread. Um, also, it'll help protect your household from the leprechauns. How does having soda bread protect <laughs> you? What happens when you eat it all? Is your house now just unprotected? I, I guess so. So I guess you guys don't have Irish soda bread on St. Patrick's Day. So, um, you know, it's just crazy. So, you know. Listen, listen, I need to help understand the logic in this. I don't know. There are so many traditions to St. Patrick's Day that I did not even realize. Um, so, you know, like, I just, I can't believe that, like, and again, there's so many iterations of it from, like, all the years. Because, again, this was back in 1840. 1840 is when the celebration, like, well, like, not the celebration here in America that we're talking about. So dumb. So, it's kind of crazy to think about the difference between Oof, this chair. Um, this chair blasted. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much all the history and all the traditions and all the spookiness about leprechauns that I know. Well, and all the, (laughs) uh, horrible, horrible things that happened to, uh... Yeah, don't get pinched by leprechauns. Don't get pinched. And, uh, now you know the history of St. Patrick's Day and... Now go tell all your friends. The horrible stuff that happened. And now you can be that friend that's like, hey, did you know about this on St. Patrick's Day? So that's how I am, and none of my friends like it. So now you can be that person to your friends and see You're how welcome. they like it. You're welcome. We love you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Anyway, well, that's all for this episode. Don't forget oh. to go like, follow, and subscribe. Yeah. And if you would like, go to Paranormality Magazine and use the code Polter Pals. All lowercase P O L T E R P A L S. To get a whole 10% off. 10%. Yeah. Use our so, affiliate link, please. Yes, please. It'd be awesome. And yeah, that's all. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. Cool. 
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.